Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice. In my hand, I hold the word of God. And through it, I have power, healing, and deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 32. If you don't mind, I'm going to do what the Spirit said. A season of learning for us. Amen. How to come closer to God and how to be better with God. Okay. Um, and I want to say this. Do you realize how many blessings you miss just by not having a clear understanding of who God is and what God can do? All right. Seriously. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 32 says, And I, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Prophet said, I don't want to teach her, preach, teach her. Mind. What makes our religion great? Those of you that are taking copious notes, I would tell you to start bringing the no pains. What makes our religion so great? Voltaire, men by the name, a French man by the name of Voltaire. He uh, wrote a comment one time, and his comment said, in the 18th century, he said, uh, if God did not exist, it would be necessary to invent him. Which shows us the power of God, the power of the God that we serve, and what our God is capable of. And I think a lot of times we don't understand God's power because really, we don't understand God. Amen. And a lot of times, we can't utilize God's power because we do not understand God. What is religion? I'm going to talk about what makes our religion great. What is religion? I broke it down to the simplest term. Religion is a it relates humankind with spirituality. That's what religion is. It relates humankind to spirituality. Some of you got to learn how to take short notes. I'm serious. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm saying it to be for real. There are certain things, there are certain words that you may hear that you can't spell. You got to learn how to abbreviate. Put up top what it means. Seriously. So when you go home, you can be able to know, oh, this is what it says. And if you don't know, that's one good thing about having these sermons that are on pod. Go back and listen to them. Don't ever be ashamed of what you can't write, what you can't spell, what you can't read, because being ashamed is what will stop you from learning. That's right. Somebody ought to talk to me. I'll sit in class in a minute and lift my hand and listen, what does that mean? Amen. Even though this is a church setting, we can't do that here. Please feel free to ask me. Feel free to call me. But that's what that's what that's what religion is. It, it connects humankind with spiritualness or spirituality. I want y'all to understand this. There are over 4,200 different religions in the world. It is said to be over 4,200 different religions that exist in the world. Now, there are three categories of religion. First category is called world religion. The second category is called indigenous religion. And the third is called New Movement Religion. I know it's a lot. Don't, don't give up on that. Just, just go with it. 
Religion is based upon these three categories. I want y'all to learn this. I want you to understand out of all of these religions, out of all 4,200 religions, there are just simply four major religions. Your major religions are Hinduism. You have 900 million people in the world that follow behind that religion. Then the second one is called Christianity. That's where we are. There are 2.2 billion people, not million, but billion people that say that they are Christian. Then we have what's called Buddhism. Buddhism has 500 million people following their religion. And then we have what's called Islam. Islam has 1.6 billion people following their religion. Then further research, as we begin to research and we begin to turn the pages and learn a little bit more, the fastest growing religion right now is Islam. Do you know why? The reason that Islam is the fastest growing religion right now is because they have what is called order. They have things in perspective. They do things in order. They have guidelines. They have boundaries that you do not cross. And today, Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world. Which lets you know that people like order. And see, without order, it destroys us. I know y'all ain't talking. And I'm glad I want you right. Without order, it destroys us. So if you ever want to know what's wrong in the house, there is no order. And without order, it destroys our life. Rules and regulations are put in place to keep peace and to keep order. And if you want God to work on your part, on your side, you have to understand that God does everything how? Decent and what? In order. So if God is not in your presence, Maybe something in your presence is out of order. All right, come on, But what makes our religion so great? What makes Christianity so great? What makes it so great? See, some of you don't even know what makes what you do so great or what makes what you serve so great. You can't even stand up for what you believe in. And a lot of times you get twisted by listening to other people. You allow them to twist your mode of thinking because you have yet to discover what you really serve. And you're always looking for answers from people that don't even believe what you believe in. I want to tell you what makes our religion so great. Three points I'm going to give and then I'm done. What makes our religion so great. It's important that you get this on you. Here's the first thing I want to tell you. This is what, this is number one. This is number one. I got two more to give you and I'm done. This is number one. This is what makes our religion so great. First of all, there's no other faith on earth promises the cleansing of his people's sin through his life. Out of all 4,200 other religions, we got the only religion 
And as dirty as I am, I need somebody that can clean me up. I know I ain't in the house by myself. How so many of y'all need somebody that is capable of cleaning us up? All other religions, no other religions has anybody that says they will cleanse you up from your sins except our religion. Point number two, I'm about done. I'm going to get out of here early. Good thing about teaching, get done quick. Uh, point number two, all you got to do is act excited in the next three minutes and get out of here. Y'all young people, I want y'all writing notes. You single mothers, y'all need to be writing notes. Y'all need these notes. You young men over here, y'all need these notes to know this. Because a lot of times Satan defeats you with what you call you believe in. Satan will defeat you with your religion. Sometimes Satan beats you with your religion that you so-called believe in. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. Did you not know that? Sometimes he beats you with the very thing that you say you believe in. Listen, so so uh, 1 Corinthians, turn to 1 Corinthians, I'll make you fit this Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter... Chapter 15. Go to, go to verse 3. Mm. Y'all there? Amen. What does it say? For I delivered unto you first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ what? For I what? According to what? The scripture. We got the only religion that will clean up our sin. What makes it so great? Number two. We have our own religion built on the life, death, and resurrection of this founder. There's no other religion out of 4,200 religions. There are no other religion that is built upon the life, death, and the resurrection of his founder. Somebody say Christ also has once did what? Puppet for sins that the just for the just and the what? That he might what? In the flesh but quickened by the what? We have the only religion that is built upon the life, death and the resurrection of our family. If you ever if you ever want to grow, that's the stuff you ought to be shouting on. Amen. Not, uh, I got a new car, hallelujah. But just knowing this about God, this ought to excite you. See, that's when you're growing. Because when you're growing, you find out that having money don't make you shout. Amen. I know y'all ain't talking to me. Third, let me do this one. We've got the only religion, the only religion, that the founder dies for his people. All right. Amen. That's what makes our religion great. That's what makes Christianity great. Because our founder does what no other founder does. Yes. And that is he dies. All right. 
Not for himself. But he dies for who? Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Let's look down. Romans 5 and 8. Man, y'all ever wanted to shout? See, that's, that's what's wrong. But God does what? His love what? In that, while we were what? Christ did what? I don't want you to get excited about the word. I want you to get excited about hearing God's word. I'm tired of you being excited about music and screaming and hacking. Man, I want you to be excited about the word. That alone should put something in your heart that can't nobody take away from you. When you really understand what the word of God is saying, man, I'm telling you right now, it'll do something to the inside of you that, listen, I don't care. Y'all said y'all want to say I ain't got nothing against anybody speaking in tongues. I told y'all that I changed my, my thoughts about speaking in tongues and all that type stuff. But I have learned that there is a tongue that I speak in. And that is the word of God. And the word of God is a tongue all by itself. Because when we learn about what God did for us, that is what makes our religion so great. That's why I have problems when they put out things about Jesus and God. And when they say Jesus don't exist. And when they say God don't exist. That ought to bother every one of you that say you love the Lord. And he heard your cry. You should never sit quiet to folk putting down the name Jesus. Putting down the church that you serve. Putting down how you serve. Because at the name of Jesus, by my religion, it says at his name, every knee is going to have to bow down. And every tongue is going to have to confess. So what does that mean? That means my religion got the only power that I can call the name and make you leave me alone. Somebody ought to talk to me. Buddha won't leave you alone. Call on Buddha. Buddha won't even show up. Buddha says somebody's praying, y'all. It's in somebody's brain, y'all. But if you go check what Jesus laid, but Joseph Amaphilus put him in his bar and tomb. If you open the door to the tomb, my God got up. That's what makes my religion great. And nobody can make me put down my religion that I believe in. Y'all sitting there, y'all be trembling in the stump and allow people to talk about you, allow people to mistreat you, but thank God to God. Yes, I'm tired of playing games. I'm tired of y'all playing games with God. Y'all ain't talking to me. Going and doing this and doing that. You don't have to make it where you're going all the time. You don't have to be as well as you are right now. You don't have to be healed right now. You don't have to have good health right now. You ain't got to be in your right mind right now. The only reason that we are here is because of God's grace. But the truth be known, when it's time to answer for the deeds we've done, some of us are terrified. Y'all ain't talking to me. Speak truth. That's what we Our religion is Because of our Father. And our Jesus Christ. When you study, you'll learn. When it says, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish with him, everlasting life. Mark, that's a deep scripture. Because you know what it tells you? It tells you that God 
loves his creations. And Jesus loved what he created. Did you hear what I'm telling you? That scripture is so deep. God loved what he made. But Jesus loved that which he made. God loved the world. But Jesus loved what's in the world. Which teaches us. That's why when you really study, Jesus never tells us to follow after God. Tells us to follow after him. Yeah. Amen. And that's a reason. Yes. Come on, Pastor. Come on, Pastor. I want to be a church with knowledge. Yes. And when Satan do come for you, that you don't understand. See, Satan, you don't, you don't run Satan off by your shouting. Satan, one of the best shouters I ever seen in my life. All right. You don't run him off by being in church. All right. I know he comes to church. All right. You don't run him off by coming to Bible study. He's at Bible study. But if you ever want to run him off, start saying what you're saying. You start telling him that Jesus died for me. And in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. I'm in every coin. Y'all ain't hear me. If you ever want to be healed in your body, learn how to touch yourself and say, through Jesus Christ. See, I was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, but by his blood, by his strife, we're healed. Anybody need to heal it right now? Touch yourself and believe in what you say. That's what I want you to get to. I want you to get to the point where you ain't got to call pastor, but you talk to God before you even call me, and all I do is confirm that which you called him about. Develop and grow. Develop and grow. And when you say you had a good time in church, it's because you know scripture. All right. And not heard folk dancing and speaking in tongues with no interpreters. All right. Oh, y'all ain't talking. I ain't talking about I'm just telling the facts. Let your good time in church be. I got a word today. I know what makes my religion great. It's Jesus. Amen. What he done. And because of him, look what I got. Look what I got. Come on and get the word and we can get out of here. Over 4,200 religions. Four major religions. Hinduism, Buddha, Christianity, and Islam. And we got 2.2 billion followers. Islam has 1.6 billion followers. Buddhists have 500 million followers. But Christianity, we even outnumber the people right now. We got something. Amen. I fell in love with him. I fell in love with him. I fell in love with Jesus. All right. As I grow and develop, I fall in love with him. Yeah, that's it. But I learned to look at Jesus through different eyes. All right. And I'm like, wow. Anybody look through Jesus through different eyes now? Yes, sir. 
Jesus must really love me. And the reason I praise God and worship God so much is that you knew before I got here I was going to need that. God is a plan. How many of y'all know God is a plan? Yes, sir. Real quick, close your eyes and we're done. And I want you to go back to a time in your life where you didn't think you were going to make Be honest with me now. Close, close your eyes. Go back to a time in your life where you didn't think you were going to pull through. Go back to a time in your life where you were thinking some stuff that you never told anybody. Now, why are you back there? I don't want you to think of the people that didn't come to him. But I want you to think of the person or the spirit that showed up for you. Y'all ain't talking to me. How many of y'all can remember who showed up for you? Y'all before, how many of y'all can remember who showed up for you? See, that's what's wrong. You so much into technology, God gonna knock you off your feet. You better learn to keep him first. You better learn to obey him first. I'm telling you for your own good. Let me ask you something. How many of you that went through can lift your hand that Jesus showed up? With Jesus, falling in love with Jesus. Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice.